This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. And I quote, Somebody yelled down the hall, Brett Kavanaugh just put his penis in Debbie's face. Oh, boy. End quote. That's a hell of a way to start the week. <laughs> can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Can you see my privates? Can you, can you? Is that tape of the incident? Allegedly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is, thing is so off the rails. Live from Studio C. I don't see how I can go on, senor. Dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound on on what will... Joe, Joe jokes often about everybody calls everything historic in the modern world. This is going to be a historic week. Garen freaking teed. This will be talked about for many decades to come. Anytime a Supreme Court nominee comes up. Anyway, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Ronan Farrow, apparently. You know, and all this... Honey, Ronan Farrow called. He says he's writing an article about you. Ah! <laughs> so much of this news broke so late uh, yesterday. It was Everybody in the East Coast was in bed. And even I, I'd gone through like half the news shows I watch. Right. Your Meets the Press, Your Faces the Nation, Your Fox News Sundays. I got through about half of them when the news, when all this news broke, and I thought, well, there's no point in watching this now. <laughs> it's a completely different story. Mm, all the all the uh, the wranglings and uh, and strategies is now out the window. It's a completely different story now. There should be laws against news breaking on Sunday. It's unnatural. It isn't right. All news should have to break by noon on Sunday. I think. Well, if it breaks at all, America used to take Sunday off. Right. Spend time with family, friends. The local church, synagogue, or mosque of your choice. No breaking news on a Sunday. I like that law. Yeah, come um, on. So if you uh, if you weren't watching the news or paying attention to the news late last night, we got a, we got a whole bunch for you, man. This whole Supreme Court thing is taking a turn, and I I'm I didn't feel this at all last week. This week I'm feeling he ain't gonna make it. Mm, wrong. I'm feeling he ain't gonna make it, and no, I'll tell I'm, you I'm why. I'm moving to Ecuador if that happens, and I'll tell you why. Why? And I think it's concrete reasoning. All right, stay tuned. Oh, you're not gonna tell us now. Something to look forward to. Super. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying Joe's mood on this so far. Oh, this I just this is this is it. That's funny. That's you, it. you know what? I've given up. It's funny. You've got that mood. I skipped into work. I skipped from my car <laughs> into the building, up the stairs. This is going to be awesome. Oh, awesome and tra- how awful it is. Oh well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. It's just oh my god, it's so crazy. Anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operators, Michelangelo. He claims Judge Kavanaugh once farted in his general direction. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, how are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. The uh, girlfriend and I, over the weekend, we celebrated our fifth anniversary and went out to a really nice dinner. And I had told him it was my anniver- it was our anniversary. And so when we showed up, there was a card on the table signed by the entire restaurant staff that said, Happy Anniversary, which I thought was kind of funny. I just thought, you know, this is great. Uh, Jason, the busboy, and Lewis, the dishwasher, are wishing me happy anniversary. So, this is special. So five years of dating, and the and the busboy will sign your card. Wow. Yeah, I just <laughs> wow, this is amazing. What a perk! That's a beautiful moment. You'll right. cherish that for the rest of your days. Um, yeah. There is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. He claims you? Judge Kavanaugh once stared at his dingus a little too long in the shower at the gym. 
Joe's being dismissive <laughs> I've of, got video of it. sexual assault. That's what's good. That's what's happening here. Uh, here new is. show alert. Uh, this show debuted on Friday from the Netflix streaming channel. I'm only two episodes into it. I really don't have a clue what's going on, but all I know is that I love it. It's called Maniac. It stars Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. Uh, two uh, young people looking for uh, for some side income sign up to a pharmaceutical testing thing, and all is not what it seems. And uh, it's it's beautifully made. I'm I'm really riveted. All is not what it seems. Yes, I like that in any good show. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> don't, don't show them. if it is what it seems. I'm not interested. <laughs> That's what network TV's getting killed because in their shows, their their premise all these years has always been things are exactly what they seem. Yes. Make this character very broad. This mm. guy's always stupid. Yes. She's always flirty. Right. The boss is always this. That's why nobody watches your shows anymore. We're a little more sophisticated than that. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? He claims Judge Kavanaugh patted him on the butt playing football, but squeezed while he patted. Marshall? I got together with some friends over the weekend, and they know Joe Getty is a gin and tonic kind of man. Oh, I am indeed. And so they wanted probably me to give those, you probably has those Kavanaugh parties. this I'm going to rip into this today. This now. year's... Issue of the Clunes Artisanal Tonic for your oh, libation creation. Ah, oh, it's artisanal tonic. Artisanal tonic. Oh, and look at that! It's got that murky brown. brownish. That's real tonic, dude. Yes, that could be anything. Ugh. Um. Oh. Uh, so you mentioned yes. on the air once the quinine from the Peruvian chinchona bark. <laughs> yeah, didn't That's you? What you want? <laughs> didn't you mention that boutique? Tonic is a thing. Artisanal tonic. Oh yeah, it's, it's a thing right now. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the super clear kind of sugary right. stuff you get from uh, your Schweppes in mm. uh, Canada's dry, yeah, it's 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 actually the root from the the tree and it's I've very never, earthy. Never yeah. And those uh, those roots are uh, imported from other countries. Absolutely, yes. with a high tariff. Thanks yes. to President Trump. Yes, massaged <laughs> carefully. Uh, so I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this uh, historic Monday, September 24th, year 2018. We're sitting you straight in 21.8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. And once again, executive producer Hanson, somebody has taken my chair is out of the studio. Chair? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I need What does yours look like? Oh, okay. Uh, Mine's figure different out every day. Who's looted the chairs and beat them senseless? <laughs> With a what? The chair. Oh, with the with chair. whatever is at hand, mm, whatever I'm blunt not, object is within arm's reach. I'm not an ogre here. I'm not a despot. Beat them senseless with with, with whatever you think is best. <laughs> All right, here is the official beginning of the show according to FCC rules and regs. Let's begin at Mark. This is a story that is out there on the hill. It is being investigated. It is a matter of news uh, whether she tells her own version of this story or not. That put her in an exceptionally difficult position. And I think, you know, the public deserved to hear her version of this story because it will be a source of um, tremendous conflict on the Hill in the coming days. So which story is Ronan referring to? The one that I quoted in which uh, yes. yeah. Brett Kavanaugh yes. just showed his penis. I like the fact that she used his full name. Um, so, uh, we'll get into that. Well, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? As we've been saying, the Kavanaugh continues more allegations being leveled on many fronts. We've got a report on Rosenstein, the deputy DA, suggesting he uh, wear a wire when meeting President Trump. And he's a rock star again. Tiger triumphs. Stories coming up minutes from now. That tiger went tiger! Did Kavanaugh go to parties where gang rapes happened? That's being alleged. What? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, for God's sake. Absolutely. Was he part of those gang rapes or just at 
the party's unaware of him. Um, Avenatti, remember Stormy Daniels' lawyer? He's going to go on a CNN show today and release the name of a woman. Uh, different than the woman who said, Brett Kavanaugh just showed his penis. Different than that woman. So it's going to be one crazy day. And uh, I'll tell you why I don't think he's going to make it. Also, I was thinking about parties I've attended. Uh, and incidents that I hadn't thought about in years. None of which I did, but I saw. And uh, were those sexual assaults? I want to talk about that. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's good. We have our weekly shower thoughts. Awesome. Which are pleasant, philosophical, amusing, etc. Yeah, gang rapes is ugly. What? So stay tuned. You're listening. Jack willingly trafficking in these horrific and ridiculous allegations. When? I'm disgusted. They're going to be discussed in D.C. this week, I guarantee you. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. I do want to make this clear, as I actually do want to be fair to both sides. The gang rape stuff comes from the Avenatti story, which is one of the reasons he's brilliant, if uh, if if not a good thing for America. Brilliant in how he can get his story out there, and it could turn out to be obviously much less verifiable than a Ronan Farrow, who is really well-respected right. in The New Yorker. Uh, Ronan Farrow, who's respected and has written a skeptical piece making it very clear that he's not certain of what happened. Right, and nobody got, seems to Then you got yeah. Avenatti throwing in this other story. Creepy porn promoter. And he's going to go on CNN today, but it'll all just kind of get washed together and the only number I think you've got to affect, and this is why I'm wondering whether or not uh, Kavanaugh is going to survive, I think the only number you've got to affect is the public polling on how much support there is for this guy. And if you can get a couple of Republicans who in their state, there are more people that say don't confirm him than confirm him, mm-hmm. it's over. And it's already dropped five points before this stuff last night came out. It dropped five points just over the Ford woman last week. It could drop further. And who it's dropped among the most is interesting, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. But yeah, if the number if the number slides another five, eight points this week, he's done. Is it just because polit- politicians are cowards? They're exactly. not going to do what's right. It's time for a profile in courage, but uh, it won't happen. And then we have slid to an ugly, ugly, sick point. And then what is the, what, And then what are all, all the next confirmations going to be like? You know, I think the only way to restore anything like sanity, and you know, Republicans generally don't want to do this. The only way to restore sanity is to uh, do exactly the same thing. Next Democrat uh, nominating Supreme Court justice. That's the way Invent to restore anything. Yes, oh, absolutely. I... The only way to restore sanity is to arm yourself and make it clear that, okay, this is going to be the way it's going to be for the rest of our history. Or we can go back to sanity. Um, you know, support we'll for Kavanaugh on the Fox poll has gone from 45 to 40. Since the Ford woman came out, and it could easily go down another five points this week. 
he's in the mid-30s. Yeah. I think and then I start thinking Repub- some Republican senators start running for the hills. Yeah, it could be, as they are cowards. Mailbag! First of all, your crime of day. 16 U.S. Code 460BB, 36 CFR, subsection 1001.3 and 1002.6, paragraph 8. Make it a federal crime to walk more than six dogs at a time for pay in San Francisco's Presidio. Hmm. It's federal law. Okay. Wonder who came up with the number six. It's plenty of dogs. Yeah, it's a lot. I don't know how you do it. But... I mean, once you get past four, it could be six, seven, or eight, and I don't think it'd matter much. Hmm. I mean, that's some chaos. Uh, let's get our weekly shower thoughts in. It's compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. The sentence, don't objectify women, has women as the object of the sentence. <laughs> if you're into grammar, that's pretty funny. And I am. It is. Baking bread. Baking bread basically involves creating a rich and warm environment for a species to thrive in. And then initiating a mass extinction event. <laughs> wow. But it's delicious. It is delicious. Oh, speaking of delicious, uh, I came through for you fellows. I brought some re- leftover ribs yes. from the big barbecue. I'm afraid there weren't that many left over. So there, there, you know, there's some. But also some cornbread muffins and a fruit uh, crisp thingy. And to top it off, when you're done for a little dessert, I saw out there somebody brought in an 11-pound block of fudge. No, that's just chocolate. It's just chocolate? I it's thought it was fudge. fudge. No, it's like a gigantic candy bar. 11-pound wow. candy bar. That's odd. You need a hammer and a chisel to get a piece of it. Wow. Hmm. Who's that for? I don't know. Family of rats? I don't know. That's a gnaw a little bit off. It's a, that's a, it's a BFC. I'll tell you that. Big, big effing chocolate. Right. <laughs> Falcon. Big Falcon Big chocolate. Falcon Big chocolate. Falcon chocolate. Elon. One day you're going to think of someone for the last time ever, and you won't realize it. Oh, what is that? I don't know. What is that? Well, probably it's not somebody terribly important to you. Okay. Some coworker. You think I remember old Jim, then you never think old Jim again for the rest of your life. It gets to my, I've got a story that I want to tell a little bit later. A Kavanaugh-esque event, if that's true, mm. about him, uh, Taking out his penis during a drinking game. Yes. And I got a story about it, and it involves a guy I hadn't thought of in years. I may have never thought about him again mm. if I hadn't read this story. For, we're not for his gentles. All right. But then gentles. I want to get into, is, this, is that a sexual assault? How would I, how would I, oh, if he was boy. on the, if he was up for something, how would I? Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of uh, acts of love, at one point in time in history, sex indoors overtook sex outdoors. Probably, uh, I don't know the year, and then and went I'd from say being probably around six hundred. I, I don't. Well, it depends. I mean, Egypt had great civilizations, then they crumbled. Likewise, you know, the, the modern Iraq, Mesopotamia, Roman Empire. Sure. Uh, um, and then, uh, then it went from the most common thing to not the most common thing to very rare occasions. In fact, many people probably go through their lives what, and never out ha- of doors and never have sex outside. Right. I've right. had sex outside. But I, most think people, we, I think you should. I think it probably I reconnects you Brett with Kavanaugh your, probably has. Wow, hey, don't high-five the co-host. We're doing the show, Sean. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't Brett say Kavanaugh. things like that. No, you shouldn't. You're participating in this horrifying, horrifying circus of dishonesty I'm being and character assassination. I, I, I'm being satirical by taking it over the top is yeah, my intent. I know. 
So this was an interesting Reddit thread that uh, Rich in Salt Lake City sent around. What experiments or tests do you think the government is doing that we have no idea about? Um, and, and some of the answers Cloning. Were, I'll tell you what, I'll bet there's some serious cloning going on. Could be. I know some governments are doing that. I don't know about ours. Add an interesting exchange with Ben the Libertarian, who's... Um, he sent along a clip of a phone call. He called us years and years ago, back when we used to take calls, and he was explaining... Um, the echelon program of recording calls, we record everybody but Americans, and our uh, allies record uh, everybody but their people, and then we swap all the information around. Right. So it's possible right. deniability. And he was explaining that pre-Edward Snowden, and we were uh, skeptical about it. But um, Anyway, there's a lot of crap going on. That's but, how they get around the whole, we don't spy on our own citizens, right. but England does, and they give us the information. Exactly. In fact, we heck, we keep telling them we don't want it, but they keep it's like a magazine you haven't subscribed to for a year. It's crazy. I'm about 99% convinced the nuclear scare a while back in Hawaii wasn't an accident at all, but a dry run to gather data in case we get to a point where the real deal might happen. What kind it's, of data? Uh, about uh, where people go, how they go, what routes they use. Uh, I don't know, that sort of thing. Interesting. I don't know. I haven't thought about it much. You but. know... You know, it'd be hard to get people to sign off on, uh, the, you know, people to vote for that. But I could see the value in that. I want to talk more about that later. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. That yeah, I'm looking at the time. Uh, so here you go. Here's uh, Al Anonymous. Do you need to hear that sentence again? Or are you okay? Oh, which sentence is that? Um, when I opened the show with. I, I, you know, I'm good. You're okay with that? I'm fine. I'm fine. It was only like 15 minutes ago. Because she was very... She was, somebody yelled down the hall, Brett Kavanaugh just put his penis in Debbie's face. Seems like an odd thing to do. It seems uh, like an odd the, thing for, well. I can believe the penis part more than I can believe the yelling someone's full name. Right, right. And, and uh, well, once again, everybody who was there says that didn't happen. I think they have one guy who says, yeah, I remember hearing about that. But Ronan Farrow makes that clear. It piece. happens, as I'll indicate in a couple of stories coming up later. Great, Scott. Uh, Al Anonymous, good morning, guys. I am a person of impeccable character and an unblemished record, so I thought. I'm an ordained Baptist preacher, pastored in several states. I'm going to summarize a little bit. I've watched myself uh, carefully uh, since a teen, since I knew the ministry was my future. I've kissed two ladies, one being my wife of 23 years, the other a girlfriend in high school. I've had only, only had sex with my wife. I used to joke I'm the perfect candidate for office, having no skeletons. Well, Friday, I talked to an old high school friend about Kavanaugh, and he said, remember when girl's name did that to you? Whoa, what? I said. I found out, I think it's the girlfriend, claimed I'd either attempted to rape her days prior to breaking up or something like that, and I never knew this. I called a few other people who confirmed that, yes, the whole school knew about that, but, but nobody believed her. If this accusation were to be made today, I'd be screwed. They would ask people from my high school in the 70s, they'd say, yeah, it was a, uh, I heard about that. It was a rumor. Um, that is one of the most interesting things I've heard in the last week over this whole thing. My private parts have never been exposed to anyone other than my wife. And vice versa. I'm married, five kids, no clue what I do in Kavanaugh's spot. Now that's interesting. Man, this is a tough one. Marshall's News will bring you the latest on the Armstrong and Getty Show. still trying very hard not to uh, have a horse in this race as to what's true or what's not. 
And um, the politicians certainly aren't, and neither is a lot of America. Um, you automatically believe this or that because it's your party. I was pretty happy to see that Morning Joe on MSNBC was being pretty, I thought, uh, even-handed and open-minded, including a number of their very left-leaning guests who said, what good would an FBI investigation do? Mm. Speaking of the Ford woman story, this right. new story is obviously a different kettle of fish. Um, but as they pointed out, the, the, the way the press is into this, what, what what's the FBI going to find out that the press hasn't uncovered? Um, and if the FBI goes and then and they say the same thing they've said publicly, okay, so what's the FBI supposed to do with that? You claim this, you claim that, and there's nobody else around to say anything. No physical evidence, can't find witnesses, right? But then we've got a news story in addition to that. Well, a couple of them, maybe, if you believe Stormy Daniels' lawyer. So let's get to the news now. For the record, I don't on any topic. If he's telling me it's raining and there's water pouring down from the sky, I figure somebody's got a hose. Let's get to the news with Marsha Phillips. Well, a second woman has indeed come forward to accuse Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh of sexual misconduct. Deborah Ramirez, a Yale University classmate of Kavanaugh's, telling the New Yorker Kavanaugh exposed himself to her at a drunken college party during the 83-84 academic year. Kavanaugh flatly denying it, saying this is a smear, plain and simple. Now, Ronan Farrow wrote this story and he tells CNN it wasn't the woman's idea to go public. But Democrats had heard about the incident, and she was concerned her story would get out, so she went ahead and talked to Farrell. What exactly does she or did she remember, and what did she not? Mm -hmm. She remembers vividly Brett Kavanaugh um, laughing at her during this incident, uh, pulling his pants up afterwards. Another classmate who she identified uh, yelling down the hall, Brett Kavanaugh just put his penis in Debbie Ramirez's face. She remembers finding this extremely traumatic. She was uh, devoutly religious. Uh, she had not engaged in this kind of activity before, and it was a significant incident for her. Uh, so much so that, you know, even uh, given the fact that she was inebriated, not blackout drunk, capable of remembering things confidently, but inebriated, um, this was something that always stayed with her. I would like, as a, a person who's had many uh, blackouts from drinking, to point out that that's got nothing to do with how much you drink. It's got to have to do with the way your brain and body reacts to alcohol. Mm-hmm. I could drink two beers and forget an entire day. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's that's that is a standard for anything. I'm not sure what good that does anybody. Anyway, um, so, I remember times when I was pretty much incoherent and could have written you a complete report of everything that happened. Like yeah. you say, it's just yeah. a neurological thing. But so, um, uh, back to this. So, what's confusing me... Now, I haven't read the New Yorker piece yet. Is that even a, a possibility? Can you read it? Yeah, yeah I'll get You I'll can get that read it online, okay? Because mm-hmm. it just came out. Um, but f- from the way I understand it from watching the interviews and everything, um, sh- she's not trying to make the claim that he's not fit to be a Supreme Court justice because of this. That's not why she came forward. She came forward to say his claims that he was never at parties, right. like the one Ms. Ford described, him saying, I never went to parties like that. This woman's saying, well, yeah, he did. That's just not accurate at all. Mm. I know for a fact that you were at parties like that because I was at parties like that with you. And there were other people uh, that uh, were, were talking to her about that. Oh. So because would, would, would the nation not stand for a Supreme Court justice? Who during a drinking game unleashed his man? Is that a you, you can't be a Supreme Court justice offense? I don't know. I don't know. 
if that was if that that was alone. But so that's it. It's getting to the credibility right. of his statement. I didn't go to I didn't go to heavy drinking parties. I didn't do that, which he said last week. Did he? I didn't hear it stated like that. Well, let's dig up exactly what he said. All right. Democrats demanding an immediate halt to the nomination process. Republicans pushing harder for a vote as soon as possible. You got White House advisor Kellyanne Conway saying. The way these reports are coming out seems to be a Democrat-led smear campaign taking advantage of years of men behaving badly. Are we going to put decades of pent-up demand for women to feel whole on one man's shoulders? What exactly is the standard for ruining one man's life based on decades of allegations that have nothing to do with him visiting upon other men, including in the media? Yes, we apparently are going to do that. I saw a number of commentators over the weekend, including some that I really like, say... um, Women have not been believed long enough that if this time we're believing the woman and he misses out on being the Supreme Court, that's okay. Which is not the way I look at the world. I look at the world on a case-by-case basis and kind of want to know what's right there. Right. Not making up for past sins. I'm right. not a big... Populist backlash justice. I'm not, I'm not a big let's make up for former wrongs by having another wrong guy. But apparently a lot of people are, which I was surprised at. Like I said, some commentators are really like said, if this ends up being a he said, she said, tie goes to her. We can't give somebody a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court with this out there. And I thought, wow. So the burden of proof is on him, according to a lot of people. He has to prove it didn't happen. Well, that's an impossibility, as we know. Yeah, thank God that's not the way the courts work. Well, if they're trying to say in a coldly realist way that you're kind of taking today, that uh, there's got to be a sacrificial lamb to pay for the sins of not believing for a long time, uh, the next guy up will probably get through. Well, but I I say there's no chance anybody gets nominated for the rest of my life that somebody doesn't cook up a bunch of wild, half-baked allegations about. You know, if it's, I wrote a a little thing, I tweeted, it's been well-received, the reviews are very good, that in the final moments of Sonia Sotomayor's hearings, somebody had claimed that she had abused the child she was babysitting. Well, the the child uh, accused her of, of child abuse. Now, none of the people there say it happened. In fact, some of the people denied that they were there at all. All the rest of her clients say she was a fabulous babysitter, and they can't believe it. It'd be wildly out of character, etc. I just paralleled the Kavanaugh case perfectly. But in my ridiculous scenario, Chuck Schumer said, listen, child abuse is a serious thing. We need to believe the accuser, so we're withdrawing the nomination. And that would not happen one time if that scenario was run a million times. And so we're into an area where it just, I think it'll be many years before we have a non- character assassination knee nomination on that one yeah lindsey graham was making the point yesterday on the fox show that um as to this can old white males be involved in deciding who's on the supreme court he said everybody was happy with my vote when i voted for sonia sotomayor and uh elena kagan they thought my vote counted perfectly well then they thought i was a good sober reasonable person touche but apparently the same white man i am now can't vote in this case Right, which is a pretty good argument. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Well, it's an excellent and logical counter to a ridiculous and indefensible argument. But that's 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 where we get to the most interesting part of it. To me, is it doesn't have to make sense. Doesn't have to be true. It just has to move the poll numbers enough. Because that's the way it works. Yeah. It's a political thing. We're going to talk to Karen Travers coming up of ABC with more on this. This Ronan Farrow story is 
is one thing. The Michael Avenatti claims are another, which are really about his old drunk friend Judge more than Kavanaugh. Mm. But uh, was Kavanaugh around? I guess. I don't know. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Diane Feinstein sent a, she's the co-chair. She sent a letter to Chuck Grassley last night because this is all just happened like since you went to bed or stopped paying attention, uh, saying we got a delay from Thursday because we were going to come in with the headlines today that it's going to happen Thursday. What we thought was going to happen today is going to happen Thursday with Ford and Kavanaugh both testifying, which still may happen. But um, <clears throat> Feinstein wrote a letter to Grassley saying we got to delay it because of the new. New Yorker article with Ronan Farrow claiming various things that you're about to hear. Uh, so I don't know where that goes. Boy, it's... Uh, I would say, and this is trafficking in the uh, highly questionable questions of substance of Friday and Saturday, the hearing on Thursday is still not guaranteed to happen, and I'm still, I'm less sure than I was, but I, I'm seeing fudging... That would lead one to believe they still might claim, no, this, these are not the right rules for Thursday. This is not acceptable. We are not testifying Thursday. We demand this, that, and the other, and perhaps Monday. I'm not, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if the Ford story is going to be the show anymore. Oh, I, I think it is. You think? Yeah, just because this one's so weak. This latest one? But, is that our, uh. I think the show is going to be, should this guy be confirmed at all? And uh, a little delaying. New poll comes out. Oh man, I don't know where I don't know where we go after that. Yeah. Well, for a quick uh, rundown of the latest developments, Karen Travers, Washington correspondent for ABC News, joined us. Uh, hello, Karen. How are you? Good morning. So, uh, what is the latest? What should the folks know? Well, the president uh, spoke this morning as he was walking into the United Nations uh, for his first session of the General Assembly this week. Oh, that's right. That's going on. (laughs) That's going on. Busy. Really, a lot of stuff going on up there in New York. So he's away from the controversy in Washington, but clearly very much on his mind. He said that Judge Kavanaugh is an outstanding person, and he said, quote, I am with him all the way. The president also questioned the timing of these allegations. The second woman, Deborah Ramirez, whose um, accusations were published Sunday in The New Yorker, and of course the ones made by Christine Blasey Ford. The president said for people to, his words, come out of the woodwork after a couple decades, uh, he says in his opinion, it's totally political. Interesting. So this woman, Ms. Ramirez, who 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 came forward. How exactly did she come forward? Because according to Ronan Farrow's piece in The New Yorker, she was extremely hesitant, too. Yeah, and and she came forward, and the allegations that she has made is that uh, she remembers Kavanaugh had exposed himself to her at a a party back in their dorm when they were both classmates together at Yale, a very drunken party. She says that there were gaps in her memory due to the drinking, but The New Yorker spoke to other classmates who remember hearing about 
the incident. Uh, the president, well, the White House put out a statement yesterday calling this an uncorroborated claim. They say it's the latest in a coordinated smear campaign by Democrats. And Brett Kavanaugh himself said this alleged event did not happen and called it as well a smear, plain and simple. I don't, we've mentioned it. I don't know if I should have mentioned it. Uh, are you reporting it all on the uh, Avenatti, Stormy Daniels lawyer thing, because he's going to go on CNN and claim he's got another woman with another story today. Are you reporting on that? And are you taking that seriously? Is DC taking that seriously? I mean, it's certainly buzzy here um, because he's, you know, somebody that tends to get attention. Uh, we'll see what he has to say. I mean, we, until he says something, there's not much reporting we can do out on it until he says who these women are and what they claim. You know, I'm, I'm scanning the New Yorker piece uh, back to that. The New Yorker has not confirmed that with other eyewitnesses that Kavanaugh was present at the party. The dorm room party. The dorm room party. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Um, let's see. And uh, another student. Uh, da, da, da. Am, am I correct? Because I haven't read it yet. I got it in front of me, and it's it's long. Another classmate said they were 100% sure that they were told at the time that mm-hmm. Kavanaugh was the student, but uh, apparently no witnesses coming forward. Okay. And yeah, the New Yorker's pretty careful about that, right? That make, making absolutely. it very clear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the speculation yesterday, you know, about their they have a very strict uh, fact-checking operation at the New Yorker, and they, of course, stand by this story. Yeah, for what it's worth for folks who haven't read it, which is most of the planet, um, it, it is a report on the accusations as opposed to a hit piece in in this case. Um, I mean, the New Yorker's political uh, leanings are, are pretty well known, but it's, it's pretty responsible. Uh, Karen Travers of ABC News online. Uh, at this point... At this point, and this could certainly change within hours, Thursday there's going to be testimony between Dr. Ford and and Kavanaugh. They're both going to speak and be questioned by senators. Is that correct? Yes, separately. It would be 10 a.m. Eastern Time Thursday. She would go first. Kavanaugh would go second. Uh, One thing that her lawyers have asked is that it's the Republican senators who do the questioning. They say they've been dismissive of her and that they should be the ones who uh, have the responsibility of asking the questions. All of them are male instead of them looking to bring in outside counsel, which is something that's been tossed around in Washington. Okay, we can discuss that. But that worked out by Thursday. That's interesting. Yeah, indeed. Karen, uh, we appreciate the report very much. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. So that came uh, up a lot okay, on the. Wait a minute. Well, that came up a lot on the Sunday shows yesterday. So is that um, we want to be questioned by actual U.S. senators, not their staff? That is a lack of respect. Okay. Well, what they want is, I guess, a bunch of men grilling her. I think that card is being overplayed. I don't think the country reacts to a bunch of men, all men, questioning her the way D.C. thinks. I don't think it's that big a deal, personally. Well, having, I wouldn't look at that dyma- dynamic and automatically think, well, how could he possibly have any compassion whatsoever for a story? That's just ridiculous. But that is the popular view, that that would look terrible. The Doesn't mean it's terrible. true. Right, right. Uh, it is absolutely nakedly, no pun intended, clear to me what is going on now, because we heard for days about how it would be just really awful and shattering for this poor woman to be grilled like that by senators who might have partisan leanings, a bunch of men, and that it really ought to be a, a woman or an independent person or or that sort of thing, and how difficult this would be for her to even be in the same room with Kavanaugh, et cetera. But now her lawyer is insisting it's the male senators doing the questioning. This is about politics. Well, I'm not saying Ms. Blasey Ford is all about politics, because no. I do not know. Or this woman at this dorm party. Um 
Yeah, I'm, but I'm, but the the people that are that are that are working the levers, yeah, that's that's uh, completely the game of whether or not they get the nominee on here. And again, I still I'm not sh- I'm not sure they've thought through the politics anyway on both sides how this is going to turn out. You get Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh booted off, and we got an election coming up with an open open Supreme Court seat. You might see every Republican in America show up to a a midterm. So it might not work out the way the Democrats had hoped. For Ramirez, the sudden attention has been unwelcome and prompted difficult choices. This is the flashing alleger. She is at first hesitant to speak publicly, partly because her memories contained gaps because she had been drinking at the time of the alleged incident. In her initial conversations, she was reluctant to characterize Kavanaugh's role in the alleged incident with certainty. After Listen to this sentence, would you? After six days of carefully assessing her memories and consulting with her attorney... Ramirez said she felt confident enough of her recollections to say that she remembers Kavanaugh had exposed himself at a drunken dormitory party. So Brought himself out. Exactly. That's exactly right, Michael. So she said, I'm not really sure what happened. But after six days of carefully assessing her memories, which isn't really a thing, as we've learned, and consulting with her attorney, now she remembers fine. Apparently she called and talked to other people that were at the party and said, do you remember this or that or whatever? And they'd said, no. Well, I do. Okay. Um, I'll read through how the the drinking game party went down, just to give you a little... uh, Allegedly. Expose on the exposure. Allegedly. And then, uh, I have been to similar parties. Oh, my God. In the belly of the beast. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.